So welcome back to the Health Factory Podcast. This is Josh, and I'm here with Dr. Barrett. Doc, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well today. Thank Good, you. Good, man. Thanks for being here. Thanks for yeah. doing this. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, the first thing I want to ask, and what's on everybody's mind that has seen you and that knows you, maybe not so much for listeners that haven't seen you, but uh, for listeners that have, all of our athletes and all of your patients that come in is... Who sponsors your outfits every day? Oh yeah, so so good, <laughs> so good. You got to tell me, like, is it uh, you that picks them out? Is it yeah. the wife? Like, who gets the credit? That's hilarious for that attire. I, I got to know. I don't know. I gotta man. know. No, no, no. no. I, I, so, uh, have you always been like a snappy? Well, here's dresser? the thing. All right. Like, yeah. No, I wouldn't say I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But here's what I do know. Uh huh. I can't answer that question. Because I don't know if I am a snappy dresser. I would say that you okay. are. I would right. say Sounds that good. other people would agree. Okay. So so here's, I was raised by a single mom. Okay. Parents were divorced, single mom, uh, and two older sisters. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So so it was it was uh, it was just kind of I guess a little bit more in my household to be on point with. I mean, and even today I'm. I shower three times a day. Okay, yeah. I yeah. just I just can't stand myself. I was gonna say, is that a hygiene yeah, thing? Is that a weird OCD thing? It's just thing? like a, yeah, like I can't go to bed unless I take a shower. I, I, just habitually, like you yeah. can't go to bed dirty. Right. Even if even if I showered at three p.m., did nothing for the next seven hours, I will still shower before bed. So ninety percent of the time, that's, I'll say. I that. mean, I, I'm you know. Okay, that so, sounds so a, then, a little out there. So then, uh, yeah, so my, my closet, man. Uh, so one, I'm, I like to be functional. I don't like to be restricted in my movement when I'm okay. seeing patients. Okay. So, oh, yeah, that's so, so that's a piece. But then I also, I, I, I kind of dig things looking good together. So yeah. anyway, I, don't know, I guess, man, 90% of my wardrobe is... Miz and Maine and Lululemon and that's the sponsor. Okay, Miz yeah, and those are, and yeah. Okay, yeah. got it, got so, it. There's not just, and then shoes or Cole Haan. Like that's just my those are my three right there. So you get you, you get your go to. Yep, and that's what you that's, that's what, what I've you, stuck with. And then and then probably every four or five years I'll switch it up and go to a different brand or do something different. So we're know. gonna we're gonna have to talk about that that right. three shower uh-huh. triple threat cold showers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah are they all is. cold? No, sometimes I'm really interested in doing uh, warm showers. Um, just from like, it just feels good. But I would say eight out of ten showers are going to be contrast, or just finish with cold. See, but the thing is, right now, no shower is really cold. It's, explain it's that just, to me. Explain that. Explain to me the why, and then why no shower is really cold. Like, just so our oh, listeners yeah, know yeah, what yeah. we're just, talking about. Well. So contrast shower, really getting into cold water therapy yep. is, is great for the nervous system. It in, initiates your parasympathetic nervous system. Yep. It's, uh, it's great uh, to create stimulation on your, your, your skin, okay. which helps drive just uh, good information to the brain that can help break pain cycles. And, uh, but more than anything, it just trains the mind uh, to overcome stressors. So what I call it is it allows you to become stress resilient. So the more voluntary pain you put your body through, the less involuntary pain can come to the, in the future. Ooh, I think, ooh, that's good. So uh, why do I CrossFit? 
Yeah, it's for a lot of reasons, but one thing is I voluntarily put myself in a painful situation so that in my future painful endeavors, whether that be a trauma, mm -hmm. I'm more resilient to that trauma, more stress resilient, more adaptive. Think of it like Navy SEAL training in a very yeah. small degree. <laughs> I'm not even comparing. That's right. why I do contract no. showers a lot too. That's a, that's a, I've never heard anybody frame it that way. I really like that. And I like what you're talking about. And just so we, we make sure we get into what pain really is, we're not talking about a 10 on the pain scale to where it feels like my shoulder's tearing off because I'm hanging on the rig. We're that's talking right. about discomfort. Discomfort. Right. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Just wanted to make sure we're not like, yeah, so you're, you're message. putting yourself in uncomfortable voluntarily. Yeah. No, telling exactly your brain, right. I am doing this and continuing that. Yeah. level of discomfort yeah. for the sake of training that future discomfort okay that may come involuntarily what has what has so so i think that a lot of us who have um who've trained who've worked out who've yeah. done stuff like that all of our lives we get that and we enjoy that and we see the benefit and we reap the rewards if i'm not that guy yeah how do i get to be that guy who chooses voluntary discomfort for future satisfaction or success? Yeah. How do I get to be that guy? What's one step that I might be able to take today to be able to do that or to get my mindset to be okay with that? Because that's hard. It is. But here's, the, and here's what I recommend is don't compare your discomfort uh, need to be met compared, you know, don't compare that to someone else. Like what makes you uncomfortable is not gonna what is what not gonna make me uncomfortable. Okay. So actually yeah. for you it could be it could be heights. Mm. So mm. putting yourself in a rock climbing situation could actually help train stress resilience. Okay. Is there uh, too much? Is there too is there too there's there too many stressors that I could put on myself to reach a capacity that would be uh, untenable? The question is how quickly can you adapt to that stressor? Is better so for, for so if you're able to take the stressor, breathe through it, process it, tell the brain it's okay. Okay. Then I think that stressor then uh, it diminishes and becomes. Now there's also huge physical stressors like training. Sure. Yeah. And you can overdo that. Sure. Sure. But the more, uh, in my opinion, the more you're living uncomfortable. Yep. The better. There is a threshold I think that the body has to still adapt and you got to take time off between training or you have to take time off from mentally exhausting yourself. There's a balance there. But I think if you look at your life, what you're doing habitually is comfortable. So just choose one thing, one area, whether it's physical, nutritional, yeah. emotional, meditative, yeah. spiritual, choose one area that you want to grow in uncomfortably and become more comfortable in, and then just keep evolving. And then to, in terms of capacity, you would take whatever that area may be. Yep. Maybe it's fitness. Maybe it's fitness and you say, okay, well, I'm doing absolutely nothing. Yep. So tomorrow I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk. Walk, 20 10, minutes. Yeah, 20 minute 10 walk. Minutes. Yep. Yeah, okay. okay. Or. And then the next day I'm gonna push that threshold. Sure, a little bit. Just a little bit more. That's right, Okay. And constantly tweak that. Okay. And constantly evolve that. And same it becomes a like, habit. Okay. Same, same thing, thing with your nutrition. Yeah. If it's comfortable, what you're doing is comfortable. Okay. Well, maybe that's three meals a day. Let's consider a one day fast a week. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's Ooh. uncomfortable. 
Or Especially maybe, if you've never done it. That's right. Or maybe it's just a 16-hour fast, right? But just putting yourself in a little bit more discomfort will help stress resilience. Mm, I love that. Voluntary discomfort. That's fantastic. And that's a, that's a great, the beyond the immune boost and everything else from a contract right, shower. That's, right. that's a fantastic, very immediately tangible today I chose to do that. Yeah, and you get endorphin release and dopamine production because your brain is being rewarded with yeah. novelty. Uh, that's, yeah, that's great. So, chess so, can work for you or against you. So, oh, that's so good. So, so tell tell our listeners who you are. Like, what do you do in the health factory? So my my focus is chiropractic care. Okay, it's okay. what I'm passionate about. Changed my life. So I choose to really focus in on that's 90% of my DNA within the health factory. What excited you about uh, chiropractic care before before the health factory even existed? Yeah, well, man, so kid growing up, typical American culture, asthma, allergies, inhalers, allergy medication, um, breathing treatments. It's like Teddy Roosevelt, baby. <laughs> that's it, man. Straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, straight up. So, so uh, who's big fan of like uh, mineral baths and cold water therapy. But anyway, what is amazing was I went to a chiropractor for the first time because the MD said, hey, you'll be on these medications for the rest of your life. Mm. Do you remember so, how old you were when you went to that chiropractor that first time? Yeah, I was senior year in high school. Okay. Senior in so high school. you're old school, enough to know, recognize things. Go to a chiropractor for the first time and he... And, uh, and he says that, hey, here's, here's your spine. Uh, it's not in a healthy position. And if we improve the health of your spine, it'll improve the health of your nervous system and anything's possible. So I started getting adjusted. And at that time, no nutrition changes. Eating fast food, hmm. uh, cereal. Standard American diet. Standard American diet. Yep. And drinking a lot of alcohol. Okay. At that time, yeah. there was a big party season in my life, doing drugs, okay. smoking a lot of illegal drugs as well as cigarettes, yeah. so not good for the lungs. No, Doc, no definitely yeah, not. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely Six not. months of chiropractic care, uh -huh. still doing all of those yeah. modalities, came off my inhalers and allergy medication. Wow. And so the testimony- With no other changes correct. about chiropractic care. And that that's was huge. that's what was so profound. It was like, wait, wait, wait. Now looking back, I'm looking at all those modalities I was still doing. Yeah. Because nowadays I'm preaching movement and nutrition, but just the simplicity of an adjustment changed my life. So I was like, I want to do that. I was actually going to business school, computer science, all that stuff, accepted already to the school, the university I was going to go to, and did a 180 senior year in high school. Just hit with health. And yeah, man. And 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 the simplicity of it was passive. It's really as passive as you can get. I show up, and that's all I have to do. Yeah. And then some other dude does something to me, and then I leave, and yeah. I'm better for it. Like, it didn't get any easier Yeah. for a kid who was partying and missing half of his senior year living on the beach of Sarasota. <laughs> that's But that's a really cool um, entry or uh, uh, a way to take down the barrier for somebody who who hasn't done anything or who is in that That's particular right. lifestyle to be able to walk in and give a professional an opportunity to maybe point them in the right direction. Absolutely. So that's what made me passionate about. So today, you know, I look at it as, um, there's no other chiropractor in the health factory. 
So, so for me, it's, it's my gift set that I can provide to this community to elevate the health of an athlete or a family, a child or someone who's elderly, and everyone in between. Yeah, speak a little bit to that. So if I'm, I'm not an athlete, let's just say that you know I've never I've never done physical activity before to any any real degree, mm-hmm. and I just feel uh, we said standard American diet. I feel like the standard American. Maybe I don't know how good I could feel. Right. Um, what am I gonna experience if I come in and start to get tre- well? Tell me what treatment is. Like, what does treatment consist of? What yeah. Is it, what is it normal? Is there a normal, and what does that look like? Yeah. So it is. There is. There is a. There is a goal with every adjustment. Okay. I think it's easy to describe it that way. Uh, we are assessing the health of the nervous system okay. by looking at the spine. Okay. So the spine surrounds and protects the spinal cord, the lifeline between the brain and the body. If you sever your spinal cord, you're dead, right? Simple, ma- or si- simple anatomy. So when we look at the spine, if it's not in its ideal position, if you are in a poor posture, that's not just, hey, my back hurts. That's neglecting the spine, which puts pressure on the nervous system. That puts this state of stress on the brain and then puts us in this fight or flight response. And that could be uh, detrimental to our health, heart disease, high blood pressure, hypertension, right? It could cause uh, headaches, migraines, digestive issues as our body's just in this constant fight or flight could put us in a state of chronic pain because we're more sensitive to our environment. Uh, that pain threshold lowers. So my assessment every single day is what adjustments do I need to make to improve the position, the mobility, the alignment of the spine so that we are encouraging healthier neurological function. That adjustment is 70 to 80% done with instruments that are very specific and precise, and then the rest, when needed, is done with hands-on adjustments. Okay, now what, what's, the, what's the thing? Again, I've never, I've never done chiropractic care yep. ever, speaking in terms of somebody who never has. I obviously have, but what am I gonna feel? Like after I come in and get the first one, what's my, um, I, is it gonna, uh, uh, give me something yeah, that I can experience right, right off right. the bat. Like, what, what, what's it going to feel like that when I leave here? Yeah, the question would be, I, I like, I, I think about it, it's like, hey, well, how numb is this person to their body? Mm. So we're so disconnected. Like, as a culture, we're so connected to external stimuli that we're disconnected to our internal awareness. Like, how aware are we of? of our heart rate? How aware are we of our breath? How aware are we of our stress? See, most of the time we're so unaware and we've been programmed because we're just in this nine to five grind that, or we're just a mom just grinding at home. We're so unaware that a lot of times the awareness is sometimes the bigger issue. So the, there is more subtle changes that happen after the first, second, third, fourth, fifth adjustment, but most people don't even realize it until they're two, four, six weeks under care and they're like, oh wow, now I can look back on my last two weeks and all my tension is off my shoulders. Now there's some people that come in and after the first adjustment they sleep better, yeah. they have more energy, they're more clear-headed and they notice that yeah. because I think there's a more- And I've heard that a lot. Awareness yeah. piece. I've heard that a lot. 
And uh, and man, some people come in and they're they're hurting, right? They're in they're in pain, and they feel better, they move better, they walk better after an adjustment. So there can be this immediate mechanical release that happens, and yeah. you move freer. Um, but a lot of times, I'm more excited about what actually happens within the nervous system and the subtlety of improved neurological function, improved immunity. You know, you can't feel your white blood cell increase. You know, you, you can't feel your killer T cells increase, but that's actually what happens after an adjustment. You can't necessarily feel your blood pressure drop from 140 to 120, but that's what can happen after an adjustment. You can't feel- Because the body is under less stress? Is that, is that why it's that's, doing that? Yes, perfectly put. Got it, okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. So the, there's these all these autonomic changes as well as these mechanical yeah. movement changes. Got it. Mm-hmm. And how many times, again, speaking from terms of somebody who's not doing any real physical activity, sure. maybe somebody that's in a lot of pain or maybe somebody that's not, is there a, a normative um, treatment schedule that I follow that you normally see? Yeah, so what we do is we start all of our clients off with a process of evaluating the health of their spine mm-hmm. and nervous system. We check heart rate variability, which is a oh, measurement yeah. of your stress system. How stressed the central nervous system, how much load can this person handle? How much discomfort or how much change yeah. can the nervous system go under yeah. to experience benefit without putting it in a state of lack of adaptation, lack of change. So we look at heart rate variability, we'll, we do thermography, which is looking at temperature differentials within the spine and nervous system for inflammation. We run an EMG, we do digital x-rays, I mean, we're collecting a lot of quality data to understand more about someone's body and then determining what their goals are and then matching a plan with it. And that may be for someone coming in three times a week, mm-hmm. that may they may be once a week. It just kind of depends on person the person. goal, yeah. yeah. Okay. and then what current state of health they're in. So I'm an athlete, I work out five, six days a week. Yep. Why do I come in and get chiropractic care? Man, so in my opinion, preventative. Ah, got yeah. it. And so we, we, are, we are reactive as human beings, I'm reactive. Unless something's really screaming at me, sometimes I'm, I'm too stubborn to do something about it. Right, That's I was like, I, was like I came to you the other day, I was like, hey, yeah, I was like yeah. stretching, you're like grabbing this and that. Well, I waited for a pain to realize there was a problem. Sure. Yeah. Right. I wasn't proactive in my in my movement, stretching, mobility, whatever it was, to prevent that. So, uh, you know, for me, the CrossFitter who is training five, six days a week, that's volume, man. Oh, it's volume, tremendous. And and it's it's underestimated how much volume that is, and how chiropractic care fits into that is it maximizes your recovery. Yes, it can help treat a symptom. You can come to me if you have low back pain or you did way too many butterfly pull-ups and toes to the bar and you blew a shoulder out, right? You can come to me, I can take a look and we can work on it, right? But I would rather see someone who has no symptoms and we keep them in a state of training. Chiropractic care helps improve heart rate variability. It improves your ability to dive in deeper sleep and rest and get growth hormone production at night. It helps keep your joints in alignment and constantly moving healthfully, as well as in an aligned position to prevent, especially if you're a newer CrossFit or a newer athlete, postural adaptations to a poor pattern. Mm. 
by training that pattern day in and day out that maybe that was a desk pattern and you're training that desk pattern in a way downstairs. So it's preventative really yeah. more than I, I prescribe preventative care. And that's that's a that's a challenging part because I mean with any any coach, any any doctor like yourself, it's here's the things you already feel good. You're right. already doing things, but here's the things that's gonna keep you on it. Uh-huh. It's it's it, do you find it challenging to get that buy in of preventative prehab or what right. even could be considered like a maintenance piece like what do you do yeah. to get that buy-in uh again to go against the natural human nature yeah yeah that's yeah. right yeah how well, do you get that you buy-in know, so the cool thing is most people who are crossfitting yeah i would say in a traditional stance standpoint of box training yeah man they're they're committed to their health right they really are because they're paying higher premium for coaching for for more more functional training, quality training, quality coaching, programming. Like, so um, for me, those people are much easier to reach than sure. than your Globo Gym person. Yeah. And so most of the time, it's just like, hey, I actually never even realized I I needed chiropractic care. And then you have the discussion about prevention, and it just clicks for me. It, do, it does. A lot of times, it just makes sense. How chiropractic care influences the spine, the sp- and, and 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 so it's a core to extremity principle. I won't ext- I won't adjust an extremity until which, I adjust the spine, which is CrossFit. Well, that's CrossFit. That's CrossFit. Core yeah. to extremity. Yeah. So if you don't take care of your lifeline, your pelvis as your foundation, the spine as your extension piece to stay vertical in your movements, then it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna set you up for failure sooner or later. It's gonna break down on you sooner or later, um, and you can't you can't just foam roll your spine in alignment. Um, <laughs> that's great. Comment. It's good. It helps, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I think I think the piece is um, just the awareness that chiropractic care is is an essential recovery element. It's not just a uh, you know injury treatment element. What what structural differences do you see between somebody that uh, uh, somebody that comes in that is a CrossFit or not even a CrossFit, just a worker out, or they really put time into it? Or somebody that doesn't like. What do you see as the biggest difference between those people? If it's injury, or if it's um, um, kind of walking around in chronic pain that's not necessarily an injury. Like, what is the difference between those two people that you actually get to deal with in a daily basis? The people that are consistent mm-hmm. with chiropractic care fundamentally decrease their injury risk and rates. That's just peer-reviewed medical yeah. journal white paper stuff, right? Yeah. But in a clinical setting, I see that too. I do. I just see, um, all right, we've got a little bit of a, a tendonitis issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it resolves within a week rather than it's been going on for three months. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not like chiropractic care is going to prevent everything, sure. right? But what happens is the people that are being adjusted are able to heal quicker from little tweaks and setbacks and those little they, tweaks and setbacks just to make sure that yeah. we're clear like those are gonna that, those are like the cost of being awesome like either you get something oh, happens from sitting absolutely. on your couch too much that's or right or you try to be very very active you yeah. go for a 17 mile hike and you that's turn right. an ankle like that's right those are things that happen i always tell my patients i would rather you 
be injured in our gym, yeah. then have a heart attack on the couch. Which is still, obviously, the injury in the gym is very rare. Like, you don't Correct. see legitimate injury. And but, when we talk injury, yeah. it's right. it's a strain. Right, Because exactly. you, you are increasing range of motion beyond yeah. what it was typically there. You didn't maybe uh, stretch like sure. you should have, and you yeah. have a little bit of a tendonitis, right? Uh, absolutely. But I think the most important thing to realize, like you were mentioning, not just with CrossFit, with chiropractic here, we're going to have these things show up in our body. But if you're eating well, sleeping well, getting adjusted, guess what? Your recovery speed is exponentially better than someone who's drinking soda, eating crap, not sleeping, not getting adjusted. Their rate of healing is delayed comparatively to someone who's getting adjusted, eating well, moving well, sleeping well. So that's fantastic. Rate of recovery. Yeah, if I could wrap that up, if I could if I could ball this all up in one package, if I'm if I'm the guy that actually is already trying to be fit, mm. then that chiropractic chiropractic care helps me recover faster when there's nothing wrong, but then I would say more importantly, when when there's a potential for something to get in the way of what I love to do, yeah, it helps me to recover from that much much faster. That's right. That's tremendous. Yeah, that's why I love it. Yeah, that's tremendous. And then for somebody who's not doing anything, chiropractic care, what would you say about that then? Is the easiest first step. Nutrition can be hard. Oh, sure. <laughs> Fitness can be intimidating. Yeah, for sure. Working one-on-one with a chiropractor where you just show up and let him do the work, I mean, that's just that's just too easy. Hey, I think we're going to end it there. Yeah, let's do it. That's fantastic. Great job, man. Hey, hey thanks, man, that was fun. Thanks, thanks, for, for, being thanks for having on, me on. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. I Absolutely. appreciate it. I'm glad we we'll, talked about wardrobe, chiropractic care, and stress we're gonna, resilience. We're going to see the comments that come back from this, and then we're going to meet up again and talk about whatever everybody wants to talk about. So yeah. make sure that if you're listening that you comment down below and tell us what uh, you want Doc to talk about the next time. Thanks, Doc. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Thank <laughs> you.